it seemed as if we were both ready to talk this out. I jogged back to the church steps where Alicia was sitting. When I got about 10 feet away from her, I opened my arms and motioned for a hug. She stood up, looked at me, and then started walking in the other direction, deeper into the neighborhood. Now, this was not the type of neighborhood where any sane person would go for a midnight stroll. I called out for Alicia to stop, but she ignored me and kept walking. Once again, I became irate and ran to catch up with her. We met for round two directly under the streetlight at the intersection of East 37th and Warwick Boulevard. The next two and a half hours were a profanity-laced shouting match. Things got bad. Real bad. Full disclosure, drug dealers moved their business two blocks away from us because we were scaring off their clients. The people in the house on the southwest corner of the intersection were having a party, but after an hour of our fight, the partygoers turned off the music and came to the windows to watch us. We called each other every name in the book. Alicia threatened to sue me for the cost of the wedding dress she would not be using. I told her that I was moving away from Kansas City and she would never have to worry about seeing me again. At 4.15 a.m., my mom called. I refused to answer. So she left a voicemail telling me to come home because, as she pointed out, nothing decent ever takes place at that hour of the morning. By this time, Alicia and I both agreed that this fight was taking us nowhere fast. We decided to give ourselves a few days to reconsider if we really wanted to get married. By Wednesday, we agreed to stay together, provided that we went through premarital counseling in the church we had been raised in. The next six weeks of counseling helped us, but it didn't heal us. That process would take years. But our brokenness didn't stop us from taking our vows to become man and wife before God, family, and hundreds of witnesses. Why did we begin this book on marriage with such an embarrassing story from our relationship? Well, first, we think there's power in being honest and transparent. And second, if God can do a great work in our relationship, no relationship is beyond his ability to repair and restore. We couldn't write a book about marriage and relationships if we weren't committed to being vulnerable about sharing the good and the bad. We're convinced that displaying our deficiencies allows you to see Christ's sufficiency and how he kept us together in marriage for almost 15 years. No one who writes about marriage has it all together. Because no one who is married has it all together. We're not here to impress you. We're here to point you to the God who works in spite of us, not because of us. Marriage is a process. And we're inviting you to look at God's work in the present tense of our lives. Before we exchanged vows, we were two people fighting for pole position in a race to our wedding day. We had no concept of what a gospel-saturated marriage was. Our communication was poor, and our fights clearly showed that we were not on the same page. We had no idea what oneness and togetherness looked like in the face of suffering. We were both spiritually immature and used emotionalism as a crutch to stay theologically aloof. We struggled sexually, each losing respect for the other because of how much time we'd spent trying to go as far as possible without technically having intercourse. And financially speaking, we were on two different planets. Alicia had checkings and savings accounts and good credit. And I had four bank accounts, all with red numbers. We each had baggage, past issues, and emotional wounds that had never healed properly. Had God not intervened, we would have never made it. 
If we had to summarize our marriage in one statement, it would be this. Our marriage is a union of two broken people who have both entrusted their hearts to God through salvation in Jesus Christ and each other while living in a broken world that keeps trying to break them apart. As we've matured in our walk with Christ, both individually and together as husband and wife, we have seen how the world's system assaults our family daily. Marriage can be like a boxing match, and the world is our opponent. I mean, that's Ephesians 2, verses 1 and 2. By God's grace and power, Ephesians 2, verses 4 through 10, from the day we said, I do, we entered the ring as a team, and we won't stop fighting the temptations of the world until the final bell sounds. If you're married, you and your spouse are in the middle of a fight. The world is using different tactics to distract you, trip you up, and tempt you to throw in the towel and leave the ring defeated. The world wants to destroy your marriage. But God is with you in the fight. And through.